Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cast Conversations. I'm Phil, and today I have Morgan with me. Morgan, thank you for joining. Hi, thanks for having me, Phil. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, more recently, I've not asked our guest anything like about their job or even their role. So, kind of, I get just to hear it live on the episode. So what what is, or I don't even know, are you currently working at Disney? I am. So I actually just went through the CP extension process. So I'm going to be here until May as of right now. Um, So I'm kind of in training right now for my new role. Cool. Very cool. And so what was your CP role? So the CP role I was given when I applied for my program was attractions in Theater Mm -hmm. District West in Hollywood Studios. And more specifically, I was at the Frozen Singalong, which included PAC, which is now going to be known as Guest Flow Team. So that was my original location I was given. And I've now extended with Guest Relations. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I don't think... Mm -hmm. I've not, I have not talked to anybody who's worked for the frozen sing-along attraction. <laughs> that's, that's very cool. So what, um, yeah. what was kind of your thoughts when you saw that was your location? Um, I was actually kind of surprised just because of my past work experience. I wasn't expecting to get attractions. All mm-hmm. of my job experience has been more so, um, with kids kind of working in a school or working as a coach, like for uh, sports, like soccer and basketball and stuff. So I honestly was kind of expecting children's activities. Um, That was kind of Mm -hmm. the one that I was most expecting just because I know they do kind of look at previous job experience. Um, So yeah, seeing attractions, I was a bit surprised because I also had food service experience too. So I was thinking maybe quick service just because of the demand in Disney for quick, uh, quick food service. But um. I couldn't have been happier by the end. I was so, I was so happy. I ended up there. (laughs) Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. So growing Mm -hmm. up, did you, did you grow up like going to the parks or what? Yeah. uh, yeah, Like a lot. Absolutely. Every single year I went to the parks growing up. I think there was maybe one year I missed because of sports, but every Mm -hmm. year we took a vacation. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you from? I'm from Connecticut. So pretty far, yeah. pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not a easy travel. No, this was a big move for me, but it feels like home here. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. so terrible, you know? (laughs) Good. Good. So what, uh, what got you interested in the college program? Uh, I've kind of always been interested in it. I've talked to, I always loved talking to cast members before I was a mm-hmm. cast member, just making small talk conversation with them and stuff. My, me and my family alike, we just always did that kind of stuff. And, uh, I remember maybe when I was maybe midway through high school, I started seeing people that had colleges under their name tag. And I remember just one day I asked, I was like, why is your college under your name tag and not your hometown? Because that's normally what it is. And they were like, oh, yeah, I do the Disney college program. I'm like, what is that? And they explained the whole thing to me. And ever since I heard about that, uh, it was kind of a goal of mine to get down here and do that. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of of how it was for me. I was uh, one of my vacations at Disney. I kind of. I, I think I just asked a cast member, like, I was mm-hmm. like, how, how do you like working here? And um, <laughs> they told me they uh, were in the college program. And I was like, oh, what's that? 
and yep exactly it. and I was like I was like oh that sounds really cool and then it worked out in college to where I was like I'm gonna apply for that right um, what year did you do it in college uh I was it was my sophomore year I did it in college okay yeah um what about you so I graduated in May so I'm done with school so this mm-hmm. is kind of a an extension past my college years just to see what kind of job experience could come from the program you know I was going to do it my sophomore year as well and I was mm-hmm. caught in the pandemic at that point so right, it was yeah. it was not attainable unfortunately when I wanted to do it but I think the timing worked mm-hmm. out perfectly at this point so yeah that's what that's what uh Jesse on our team did she mm-hmm. she was like I'm just gonna graduate college and then I'll kind of do the DCP before mm-hmm. I start <laughs> a career job but yeah so that's really cool that's really cool mm-hmm. um so what's for back to the frozen sing-along what's training mm-hmm. like for that location uh so my training was i believe about two to three days of frozen training so that's like what we do in the theater mm-hmm. and then i had one day of pack training which was um just kind of showing us what we do for the motorcades that we once had that I don't know if there are still going to be motorcades at this point. The holiday one was the last one, but uh, Mm -hmm. there was training for that. And then there was training for our park clear positions and our fireworks positions, because that's kind of what our job entails at night is working those fireworks shows and working park clear. So the training in total was about five days or so. Mm -hmm. And it was more so frozen training pack was just the one day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I know as far, as far as attractions, like for rides, I know all like the locations, what, what, um, locations in frozen sing-along could you get stationed at? Um, so there's, I believe five theater positions and then there are the outdoor positions, like your typical standby lightning lane, and then we have a couple others that are called Merge and Gates. And those are um, Merge is like where the mm-hmm. wheelchair and ECV line will meet the standby line. So we're kind of assisting those guests up there. And then at Gates, we're kind of just keeping account of how many guests are coming in and uh, making sure that we have enough seats for everybody in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the so those are those uh, those two positions. And then standby and Lightning Lane, yeah. The theater positions are. Uh, just to help everybody get seated. And uh, if anybody needs to leave during the show, we just assist Mm -hmm. them out of the theater safely with a flashlight. How many people can fit in that theater? Um, I'm not sure of the exact number, but roughly, roughly a thousand guests in the theater. Yeah. That's, that's bigger than I thought. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Um, Do you ever get any guests coming up to you? asking about i know it was a while ago but when it was the american idol experience oh actually yeah we do get that a lot they're like what did this used to be this was not always the frozen sing-along i'm like no you're right it used to be american idol like oh yeah i remember coming here when it was that this is so different like yeah but it's the same theater right now Mm -hmm. it's the same exact theater just refurb to fit the frozen theme right Mm -hmm. so do you and then that always leaves sorry yeah, go ahead. do you personally enjoy the show oh i love the show yeah. that was honestly one of my favorite shows in disney 
um just because it's funny and it like more so caters to adults mm-hmm. like with the jokes and stuff um, yeah and frozen is one of my favorite movies so i was expecting at some point to be like so tired of hearing the songs playing over and over again but right um actually like halfway through my program it transitioned into the um the holiday version of the show like with olaf oh, okay so it kind of spiced it up a little bit in the middle mm-hmm. of the program because it was like two and a half ish months of the regular show and then once disney kind of transforms into their holiday decorations and stuff right that's when they switched the show over too and um I had actually never seen the Christmas version of the show, so it was a surprise for me <laughs> to see to see Olaf coming out and everything. And yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the Christmas version. What? So obviously you said Olaf, but what else is mm-hmm. different about it? Um, just some of the verbiage that they use instead of the um, like the Arendelle festival that they're looking for Elsa. Right. It's the mm-hmm. it's the winter festival. Um, so they put little things in there like that, and then it's five extra minutes at the end and mm. they they sing three songs from Olaf's Frozen Adventure on mm-hmm. Disney Plus so that's a little short um like maybe 30 minutes yeah. long but there's a couple songs in it and yeah they include those three songs and like I said it's an extra five minutes as opposed to the regular show mm-hmm. so yeah it's really cool yeah that is cool that is yeah. cool um have you experienced a show where um the kids in the audience didn't say puddle at the <laughs> at the moment where it says happy snowman i have and sometimes i sometimes we're so inclined to do it like the cast and we just don't do it but we have experienced that and then it's just so fun it's so funny because i'm expecting it and then no one says it and i'm like oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's like the whole point mm-hmm. right so because funny. yeah I, I mean i feel like it gives the um the performers like the cue to yes. um do their antics and yes and it is so funny it's like almost like i mean for people who have never been in the show maybe they don't know but there's people who are come in the show and like i just saw them in the previous show and they come in it again and i'm like oh these people know what's going on they're gonna scream <laughs> puddle they're gonna sing all the songs they know what's up here because <laughs> it's so interactive mm-hmm. yeah it's uh okay. it's great the past couple times that i've been there kids at the top of their lungs are screaming mm-hmm. puddle <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i'm just like yep everybody wants to say it it's the funniest um, thing. We're all yeah, expecting it. So were you, were you a big Frozen fan when the movie came out? Um, Yeah, I honestly don't remember the first time I watched it, but the songs have always been some of my favorite Disney songs. Um, mm-hmm. And I do like the movie. I'm kind of like not a rewatcher of Disney movies, so I'm always like looking for things either like I haven't seen or I just... Mm-hmm. kind of watch yeah. different shows and stuff i don't like rewatching it because then it just gets old so i right. before i before i uh, came down here though and i was kind of not sure of what i was gonna get because there's like three different locations in theater district west i didn't yeah. find out i was gonna be at frozen until like a couple days before i actually started but i digress um when i found <laughs> out about when i found out about frozen i was like 
I need to rewatch this. I need to make sure I know what's going on here because, right. you know, welcoming guests into the show and stuff. I'm always like, hi, welcome to Arendelle. I'm like, let's make sure, let's make sure I have the, uh, where they're from correct. And I'm saying it right because <laughs> I don't want to sound like I don't know what's going on here. So yeah, I definitely did rewatch it a few times before I uh, yeah. started working there. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, mm. They don't have anything Frozen 2 related in that show, do they? They, they don't. And that is a big question that we would always get. Be like, is oh, this really? just based off the first movie or is it the second one too? We're like, no, unfortunately, it's just the first one. Um, I think that uh, maybe some, maybe hopefully someday. I mean, right? Yeah. I haven't I haven't heard anything, but that would be really cool if they did update it at some point. I think that would be really awesome because yeah. yeah, I do maybe. like the second movie a lot, <laughs> and especially with the inclusion of Olaf in like the Christmas version and stuff. I mm-hmm. think it would be cool if he was in it the whole time because the second movie is based off of him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so, in a lot more in the second one. He's in, yeah. So maybe that would be something that would be cool someday. But as mm-hmm. of right now, it's just the it's just the first one. <laughs> right. We wanted to take a quick second away from the episode to mention our friends over at React Activewear. Have you ever been wanting a more affordable but still high quality? activewear as far as leggings tank tops anything of that nature then head over to react activewear and use our code cast 10 to get an extra 10 percent off now back to the episode uh what what other like com- what are some more common questions you would get from guests um the f- mm, the most common one is probably how long is the show mm-hmm. uh because you know, people are trying to plan their day out. They're like, how long right. is this show? 30 minutes. And they're like, wow, that's long. I'm like, eh, <laughs> it's fun though. You should have a great time. And that was probably the most common question. But other than mm-hmm. that, is Olaf in it was one of the most common. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Some of them were like, is this a movie? Is this a movie? Is it a show? Yeah. People want to know if Anna and Elsa were in it and what other characters were included in it just before they came inside. Just kind mm-hmm. of more so like, what is it questions? Because from the outside, you can't really tell. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't, you don't know if you're just like watching it and singing along or right. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people compare sense. it to like Beauty and the Beast and stuff, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, is it like? them singing live or is it you know is it just uh, you know movie on a screen type of thing so Mm -hmm. what was your uh what what was your costume there (laughs) so we actually had like the hollywood studios universal costume which was the ones that you see at park entry it's like those greenish bluish teal i'm not even sure of the color but Mm -hmm. it's like a zip down shirt and like the gray pants yeah so that was a costume that we wore uh that was that's also like animation courtyard which is back where um star wars launch bay is and Mm -hmm. disney Mm -hmm. jr and the park entry uh cast members wear it as well yeah i could i couldn't remember if it was something like that or if you guys were actually like in the um like Arendelle type costumes but yeah, no I, could, I wish that would be, be kind of cool it would be 
with like snowflakes and stuff. I was, I was like so curious to see what it was. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not sure if this fits the theme. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. but I love, I love it. Like now that costume will forever. Whenever mm. I see it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel so bittersweet about it. Returning them was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. how how often did you have to do the like pack? Um, so that's like it's basically like included in the job. Right. So if you had like a if you had a shift until nine thirty or eleven, um, you were doing either fireworks or park clear or both if you were until eleven. Oh, okay. Um and then when the motorcades were happening, you were also doing pack at that point as well. So pretty much everybody did a form of pack one way or another during like your shift. Pretty much every shift. Yeah. So even like the people who work during the day, um, the motorcades happen every like hour and a half to two hours or so. So if you were one of three or four different pack positions, you would mm -hmm. um, actually assist entertainment in walking in the motorcade. And kind of just that. assist, yeah, kind of just like assisting guests to push over to one side or the other just to like get a better view and also not be in the way of the entertainment as they were coming through because there's like cars involved and stuff. So right. for their safety and everything, we kind of had to make a clear path. Um, so it was a, all hands on deck for that. That's kind of why we were included in those motorcades, especially yeah. the holidays because it was so super busy. Um, but yeah, so we're pretty much at one in any shift that you had you were doing it but there's different variations of it like i said there was firework shifts where you're positioned all throughout kind of that center stage area by the chinese theater mm -hmm. assisting with fireworks guest control and then um once phantasmic came back we were also assisting sunset cast with that too gotcha. so okay that was pretty that was pretty fun mm -hmm. that's very cool it's very cool yeah and so you said you're getting ready to move into guest relations right Yes. Yeah. Putting on the plaid. Yeah. <laughs> it is know, so crazy. So do you know crazy. what location you're going to be yep, based So at? I am based at Disney Springs right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but something cool about that is that it is a global role. So I can pick up anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so that's definitely a bucket list thing because I couldn't do that with Frozen. Right. So I'm definitely going to try to work at all four parks. But yeah, I'm based at Springs right now. That's cool. Are you also mm -hmm. able to pick up at resorts? No, unfortunately, that's just um, that's something. I think that's just something completely different. Oh, they it? are okay. they're in yeah they're in their own thing over there. I'm not sure if resorts can pick up at other resorts. I would assume so, but mm -hmm. us being like parks parks based, we cannot do that. Um, but one thing that is pretty cool about mine is. From what, from my understanding, we are able to pick up window anywhere as opposed to people who are in the parks. So, to clear, to kind of be more clear about that, Disney Springs mm. obviously there's no attractions there, so we do not have guest experience team like the blue umbrellas at Springs. Mm -hmm. um, we just have the lobby, and that's it. So we have technically window training right off the bat because there's no guest experience team training. So the folks that have trained at the parks first don't get that window training. So that's kind of the give and take right there. It's like the opposite. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So I won't be able to pick up anywhere that there's guest experience team shifts. However, I can pick up like 
Magic Kingdom City Hall or Magic Kingdom Window type of thing. Mm So -hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Very Yeah. cool. Um, what uh I'm I'm assuming you applied for this role since it's a full-time role. What made you want to do guest relations? Sorry. Uh, so It's going <laughs> off. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, I have always, for some reason, as soon as I heard about the program and started searching all the roles, I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And the costumes alone, I just love it. I'm not sure why, but like on a more serious note, like I really do enjoy helping people and assisting in the best way that I know how. And uh, I know everything there is to know about Disney. Honestly, I've been going there forever. So I just feel like why not use my knowledge and things that I've done in my experience to help others who maybe it's Sure. their first trip or their first time and they're unsure of how to navigate their vacation. So I think that that's really cool. And uh, the more I'm learning about the role, it is quite a lot of information to learn. And it's I can imagine. definitely going to be very overwhelming, but it's definitely going to be like such a rewarding role, I feel like. Um, and not only that, but again, with all this training that I've had to do, we watched a couple of videos and uh, listening to like Walt Disney's vision Mm -hmm. Yeah. of like guest relations and those cast members that he had back when he was running Disneyland. I think it's so cool to like be a part of that and uh, Yeah. kind of like continue on what he started back in the day, you know? Yeah, it's a very traditional role. Yeah. Um, Mm hmm what uh, are you still in training for guest relations right now? I am, yeah. So how long is the training for that? I'm I'm guessing a decent amount longer. Yes. <laughs> My transfer date out of Frozen was the 14th. I then started core classes at Disney University for four days, a couple days after my last shift at Frozen. So for four days from 8 to 4.30, I was doing core classes over at Disney University, like I said. And um, that was all just kind of getting familiar with the software that we're going to need to use and Mm -hmm. use to assist the guests and stuff. So it was kind of just like a here's what we're going to be working with. So you Okay. don't Yeah. not know anything when you show up to your first day of on the job training, uh, just kind of an overview of everything. Um, some practice courses and stuff like that, but it was a lot of note taking a lot to retain. And obviously they're like, you know, you're not expected to know everything, but it was very Mm overwhelming. -hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, this is what I need to know. This is so much more than I expected. Yeah. But um, yes. So those four days of core classes I had a couple of days off and then I started on the job training on Sunday, actually. And I'll finish on Monday. So. Cool. So not too much Yep. longer. Nope, not too much. There's a couple Okay. of different things we need to train for. So each day is a little bit different, but some of it is just kind of making sure that I have a general understanding of what's going on, but everything's going to take time. So I'm not too Yeah. worried about it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good attitude to have towards it. Um so do they train you on how to like handle upset guests? Is that like part of your training? Honestly, I don't think so. I think that in my interview um, and maybe just recommendations I've gotten from leadership, I think that that's something that's like not particularly teachable. Yeah. Uh, I think that Just it's kind just of something that if you've been able to do it in your um, previous role and you've shown that you have a basic understanding of empathy and conversational skills that like you would be a good fit for it.
Um, but there are certain ways I'm sh- that we have been, you know, kind of told like, you know, is a good way to handle something as opposed to another. So there are some teachable moments, but in a generalized way, I think <laughs> that it's just one of those things that, you know, you either like that you need to possess to yeah. even enter into the role type of thing. Yeah. And if, if, uh, if you're not good at it, I'm sure it probably shows pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what is there a park that you would like to work at most? Um, I want to pick up everywhere, but my first park to pick up at might be studios just because I know so many people that work there now just after mm. working there for six months i kind of just want to show up there one day and be like hey guys <laughs> what can i help you with <laughs> right um i've like just working pack i know i got to know so many custodial cast members just so many cast members just walking around in general because you're in the middle of the park you're on sunset and there's so many different cast members so i got to know so many people and made friends that way so i really mm-hmm. want to pick up there but Second on my list, just because it's so beautiful, is I really want to pick up at City Hall and Magic Kingdom. It's so nice in there. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be so cool to work in there for a day. That, um, that would be that would be very cool, very memorable. It would, it would be. I do want to do all four, though, like I said, because unfortunately, Attractions isn't global, so I couldn't pick up anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So just to, just to say I did it, I'm going to try for all four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Make some extra money, too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you moved out of Flamingo Crossing already? N- no, not yet. No. Not- oh yeah, um, because you is, said so- this is you, you said is an extension, right? Yeah, it's an okay. extension. So I am I am still in the program at this point. Are you planning do you want to stay after the extension's over? I do and I don't and yeah. I don't know. I I really do miss home. And uh, all everybody at home and stuff. But I mean, being here, I wouldn't have applied to stay if I didn't want to stay. Um, mm-hmm. I really do love it here. And it really has definitely made me realize what I want to do in life. And it's making my own decisions. And uh, I really do want to stay. But I wasn't even planning on extending in the first place, honestly. Mm-hmm. But as my program was winding down, I was like, I don't think I'm ready to leave yet. Right. Yeah. And I was like going back and forth because it was right around the holidays that I would be going home. And uh, I was like, do I want to be home for the holidays? Do I not? I mean, I I don't know. And uh, I ultimately just applied and made the decision. And once I got in, it was a no brainer. Once I got accepted, I was like, yeah, I'm going to accept it because I still could have declined the offer, even though I did get accepted. It was like you had 72 hours to decide type of thing. So I was like, you know really trying to weigh my weigh yeah. my life decisions yeah. at that point but i was like i gotta do it it is something that i've always wanted to do and mm-hmm. uh i think as time goes on i'll you know kind of start to be applying to other things and see what's right. going on with that but uh yeah yeah kind of just go with the flow see how it see how it goes yeah, basically. I like <laughs> I like to I like to say that like I like to have order in my life, but I also just like kind of just I like to just see what happens. Yeah. As well because you never know what opportunities are going to arise. Like I never would have thought that I would get accepted to this role just because I know it is very difficult. And uh so when I 
when I got accepted, I was like, wow, like this is something that I can't pass up. So it's like, if I apply to some, if I apply to something like on a whim that I don't think I'm going to get accepted to and I do, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well then I might have to do it, but <laughs> you know, it's all just whatever happens, happens, I think. Besides guest relations, is there a like dream role that you would, that if, if offered, you would be like, okay, yep, I'm going to stay longer. <laughs> Um, well, honestly, I think I really feel as if guest relations, like, was, kind of say, was that was that ultimate goal. It, it, it's really, really cool. Uh, anything other than that, I mean, there's cool jobs in Disney, yeah, but this is like something that is a like is a sustainable job that I would like to stay with. Like, it's really, really cool. Um, and there's also like other opportunities out of it, like with leadership mm-hmm. and roles like that which is you know still with guest relations but just not particularly frontline uh you're kind of more behind the scenes but you're still with guest relations so there's other opportunities that could come out of that as well or just Mm -hmm. other communications jobs in general because that was my major in college was promotional communications so i'm kind of like in that in that realm right now so like i said meeting all different types of people, picking up at other locations. You never know who you're going to meet and mm-hmm. what opportunities could come from those people. So, Exactly. Makes sense. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, any other stories or magical moments you want to share before we wrap up with classic Disney questions? <laughs> um, I actually, yeah, I do have to share this story whenever okay. given the opportunity because it was yeah. the, the best thing. Um this was like way in the beginning of my program working for frozen and stuff where I was still like really having a hard time with moving and everything. And I'm like, Oh, this is so hard every single day going into work. And I was like trying my best. And this one day I was working one of the pack positions and Mm -hmm. we, I was kind of just hanging out with another cast member, just chatting. And uh, this family came up to us with a couple of balloons and it was like a, a dad, the mom and the son and the mom was like hey would you guys mind helping us with something it's basically long story short they had us help them with their gender reveal mom was pregnant Uh and uh she they had bought two balloons from the parks and it was like the double balloons and there was like a pink balloon inside of it and a blue one and they had to see this whole thing where they had like the son holding both balloons and all of them closed their eyes and had us take away the balloon that like it wasn't so the son was left <laughs> holding the balloon that like was the gender yeah and we got it all on video we were like okay one two three and it was like the sweetest coolest thing that's ever happened it was so sweet like the mom was crying it was this whole thing and i'm like that like really really helped me out i'm like this is so cool if i'm gonna be getting to do things like this every day like this is amazing <laughs> yeah that is really cool yeah uh, so that one that. that one will stick with me for sure for sure yeah yeah, it's always cool to hear those stories as everybody's got like that one that really sticks out in their mind. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. All yeah. right. Uh, before we wrap up, we're going to uh, just the easy rapid fire Disney favorite questions. Sure. <laughs> All right. So what are your top three favorite Disney movies? Oh, top three. That's good that you said top three. Um, <laughs> so The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Coco and Zootopia. <laughs> Good ones. I like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite Disney character? Right now, it's Pluto. Oh yeah. It change. It changes all the time, <laughs> but yeah, Pluto right now. 
Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Disney classic. Um, yes. Your favorite song or soundtrack? My favorite song is Go the Distance from Hercules. But my favorite soundtrack in general is probably probably the Moana soundtrack or the Princess and the Frog soundtrack. Those are some of the best songs. <laughs> you excited for uh, Tiana's Bayou adventure? I am excited. I think it'll be pretty cool. Uh, I've seen some of the concept art for it, and it looks pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, it's that Splash Mountain's a good location for that ride to be. Yeah. It'll, it'll fit really well. Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite Disney resort? Resort mm, Boardwalk. I would say I mm-hmm. love that area. I stayed there a few times when I was younger, and it's really nice there. It is a nice area for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and your favorite Disney bathroom? <laughs> oh, I don't have a favorite Disney, but I don't know. I guess I could be basic and say the Tangled ones, but <laughs> I can't. None of the other ones really come to mind. Do you have a favorite? Um, I'm trying to. I've said it before, but honestly, I kind of forget. So obviously, it's not. It's not a, that much of a favorite. If I can't it can't be that important. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, a lot of people will say the bathrooms by uh, behind Journey into the Imagination. Um, oh, just I because, don't think I've ever used those. That's why it's a lot of people's favorites, because nobody ever really <laughs> goes back there. Oh, my goodness. And everybody says yeah. the music is good. So Okay. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. The, literally, after people were saying that, I had never been... To those either and so mm-hmm. I uh, last time I went to Disney I was like I gotta go see these bathrooms and absolutely I, like, I get it there's nobody here but I was like there's still just bathrooms <laughs> just a bathroom that's <laughs> but, hilarious yeah <laughs> and uh our last question your favorite Disney queue hmm. I would probably say Tower of Terror yeah, that's one of my, yeah that's one of my favorite rides, and uh, it's definitely my favorite pre-show too. So, I would go with Tower of Terror. Yeah, yeah very well themed. It's mm-hmm. a good, very good cue. All definitely. right, well, thank you, Morgan. That is yeah, thank you. I appreciate you coming on. I, I appreciate you time. having me. Yeah. All right, and listeners, we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.